Good afternoon, and welcome to the Eco News Report. I'm your host this week, Delia Bence King. The Eco News Report is an exclusive feature of KHSU, brought to you by the North Coast Environmental Center, publisher of our regional environmental newspaper, Eco News. Don't forget, you can find this show and other KHSU public affairs shows on the audio archives page at khsu.org. Today, my guests are Susan Ornelis, mayor of the city of Arcata, and Nitra Khatri, assistant city engineer for the city of Arcata. And we're going to be talking about the grand opening of the Humboldt Bay Trail. Yay! <laughs> so Yay. thanks to, for being on the show today. Okay, thank you, Delia. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk about this super exciting thing that's coming to our community, thanks to the work of both of you and many other people. So maybe yeah. we could start by just giving a little introduction about yourself and the work you do for our community. So, Susan, do you want to start? <laughs> well, you know, associated with the Bay Trail, it's just, you know, it's been 20, 25 years in the making. And so that's why it's so exciting to all of us. And plus, it's also, a, you know, just such a, a feature between towns that will occur and it'll waken us up to the Bay. So, you know, I, I'm the mayor of Arcata. I've been on the city council since 2008. But this is something that actually drove me to run in 2008 because of the sort of circular argument that was going on about the rail with trail, rail on trail, the whole thing that was going on in the early 2000s. It started driving me crazy and I thought, I feel like I could help this somehow. So, you know, I feel like I, I did a bit in HCOG when I was the chair of HCOG. We went down to the Coastal Commission, and what we did is we asked them to tie the Bay Trail in with the Indianola overpass because some of the complaints about the overpass was it was going to increase the speed on the 101 corridor, and then bikes would be less safe. And so I said, look, the city of Arcata can really support this overpass, but it has to be associated with the Bay Trail. Mm. So you actually got involved and did something about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, that's, and people that's, can do that. And that you know? is a great example of how people can do that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was a good timing. As I didn't know you started in 2008 because, and as you said, this project has been on the books for more than 20, 25 years. And a lot of people, lot of, lots and lots of people throughout the com- community, anybody yeah. I see, you know, they say, hey, I worked on this. Yes. I worked on this. So there's so many people involved in this project. So. 2008 was, 2008 was critical for us because that's the year we got actual funding from Coastal Conservancy to do planning and design work. Right. That's $1.2 million, and that's how we really started the construction work or the design work for the project. Yeah, and I really want to give our city manager some credit for that. At the time, she was working in environmental services, and she was really, I'd say, at least for me, in my years, what I heard, the first person who really articulated, let's go rail with trail, and kind of not have this circular argument that we were having. And I call it a Karen Deemer moment I had at Hitchcock <laughs> of like, she's right. That's the way to solve this and move forward. Definitely. So what what was this circular argument you're talking about a little bit? How did you come to decide where to put the trail? And Well, that was more just philosophically and interests around the bay because there's the rail people had interest around the bay. And that's a solo leg that goes out to Samoa. And, you know, and, and it hasn't really been utilized since the early 90s. And so some people thought, let's just put the trail on the rail, even if just temporarily. And so there was that. And then, like I said, the Karen Deemer thought of 
let's not have this argument about the rail. Maybe the rail will be interesting to us as a community someday. Let's put the trail next to the rail. And that was really what the argument was, was going on, because it's more expensive to put the rail next to the trail. But it also leaves the rail open for future, who knows what kind of development might, might occur. I see, I see. So... So from the engineer's perspective, was this a challenging project or how has the process gone? I would say definitely it was challenging in the sense because now you are working in the very sensitive environment next to the bay, a lot of wetlands. So I would say it was challenging. It took like a total more than seven permits and eight different agencies to work on the project. And this is just permitting agencies and there are other agencies who helped us. So definitely it was challenging just because it was next to the bay and we have to go through a coastal permit, which is difficult to get, and we have to cross four different creeks for the project. We have like a total of five bridges on the project, and four of them crosses the you know, Jacoby Creek, Old Jacoby Creek, Gannon Slough, and Butcher Slough. So all the creeks that come off Arcada, we had to cross them. So it was challenging, definitely. So what are some like environmental precautions or uh, standards that you had to had to keep in mind to make this trail happen? Because I know you could have hit a lot of roadblocks along the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. We were very, very fortunate during construction. I would say, like, very lucky and fortunate for the project not to have any trouble during the project because we, when you're working in the creeks, and you know, it's difficult to work, and we had different plans, you know, to be next to the creek or inside the creek. So once you are in the creek, when you put your piles in the creek, it's difficult. So we had to change during our method of construction so that we will have less impact to the creek. So we put our piles on the, not on the main channel, but on the side. So it will have less impact. We had total 22 piles and we had problem with only one pile. You know, and these piles are like 60 feet below the ground. So you can imagine, you, you never know. Like you, when you do a testing for the project, like how the ground is, you just dig like four holes and see how the soils looks like. But when you actually do the work, you had to, you know, we had to dig 22 holes and we had mm-hmm. no idea what we could hit. We could hit a rock, we could hit old redwood pile or something. But we were very fortunate not to hit any of it. We had only problem with one pile out of 22. So I would say that was good. Nice. Mm. Very successful ratio there. Uh, definitely. <laughs> so we're going to... Well, I just wanted to mention something that has driven my interest in it is the environmental benefit mm-hmm. of being able to ride right next to the bay. I mean, you know, definitely. where you really, your your focus and your thoughts are on the bay. And it's just such a kind of an awakening about the bay. And you see the birds, you see the tidal influxes and things like that. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about this, besides the fact that it's a class one trail and we'll be able to take our kids out there and all kinds of things. But what does class one mean? Class one means well, maybe oh, 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 class one it. means it's there are different types of trails. So class one means the best trail where you could ride your bicycle slash you know, people on the wheelchair will be able to uh, access that. So it's uh, mainly about accessibility for everybody. So it's the trail for everybody. So there will be no problem. So you could have a trail of gravel. You could have a trail of paved surface. So this is the paved surface with the smoothness. So that's why it's called Class 1 Accessible Trail. And does it also imply that it's you're not dealing with traffic? You know, it's off from traffic. That yeah. is true. Okay, great. So can you walk me through what the trail looks like? Like if I'm going to start... The trail, where would I start? And I know it's part of a larger network also, but this this portion and then and then what would it look like as you go along the trail and where would you end up? <laughs> Do you want to take that? I could take it and you can definitely add <laughs> if I didn't make any mistakes. So 
There are different components to the project. As you know, we have Arcata portion, there's a county portion, there's a Eureka portion. So total, I believe, is 14-mile trail along the Humboldt Bay. And our Arcata portion starts at Skate Park at Sunset, and it goes along Foster Avenue, along Shea Park, along L Street, up to Samoa. That's a phase one. We call it Arcata Rail Speed Trail. And then phase two, which is right now, just completed the construction, starts from Samoa goes along the railroad track, goes along Arcata Marsh, then mm-hmm. goes again along South G Street, and then along Highway 101, and it stops right, I would say, 200 feet south of Bayside Cutoff. So that's the Humboldt Bay Trail North, we call it. And there's a Humboldt Bay Trail South that county is working on right now. That's, that will start from our terminus, and it will go along 101 and hit Eureka right near target area. And then City of Eureka has a network of trails which goes along the bay in the Eureka area. I think they call it the Waterfront Trail. Waterfront Trail, that's right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's a good point to bring up because I've heard a couple people say, like, kind of confused of why it ended. Wait, it, that's not the I whole know. bay, but yeah, yeah. but that's because the city of Arcata has been working on this north portion and it, you'd be crossing boundaries to keep going any farther, right? Well, and, and also, it, as Netcher pointed out, the city of Arcata was funded earlier to do the mm. environmental analysis, the design, <laughs> things like that. So they were ahead of the game, and so that they were able to get to the building stage sooner. The county is taking it up from there. I believe that's right. That is true. And are they in environmental analysis now? Or uh, I would design? say that they are working on their uh, environmental documents. They have some alternatives in the sense like uh, where the exactly trail should be, right next to 101 or next to the railroad track or around that there's a green diamond timber area. Mm-hmm. So around that, or so they are still deciding that portion. So they are waiting on money. Once the design is complete, they will apply for some funding and they will get construction funding. As you know, construction costs a lot of money, so it's difficult to build all 14 miles of trail at a w- one time. Yes, so. especially, I mean, this is a 10-year in the making Or really 20. More I than mean, that, this yeah. goes back to Redwood Community Action Agency, and I want to give them a little bit oh, yeah. of kudos definitely. Yes, because definitely. they were working on this in the mid-'90s. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, mm, I don't just I just remember them doing scoping sessions, uh-huh. trying to get people's interest involved. I don't know if you know more than that. Uh, I, I did not like an, I don't have the full history. I I've been told since I would say more than 25 years of history of planning and visioning you know, from the community and RCA was definitely involved in the project. So yeah, that's what I know. What we do know is that we're having a grand opening. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. And we should definitely mention that. I think this is a good time for me to mention that you are on the Eco News Report. And I have been talking with Susan Ornelas, the mayor of Arcata, and Nitra Khatri, who is the assistant city engineer for the city of Arcata, about the Humboldt Bay Trail, which is going to be open. Actually, (laughs) it will be opened as this area. But there will be another celebration party that everyone can look forward to attending as well and and getting out on the trail. So maybe we should talk about that grand opening a little bit. What is the exact date that the, the ribbon cutting ceremony happened? Well, as you said, this will, <laughs> this air, will after, air after. But the trail will still be there. So yes, people can and it'll only be a few days old at yeah, that point. <laughs> exactly. So the, the ribbon cutting is Sunday, November 19th at 10 a.m., 
on South I Street, where the dog leg is, where you turn around, not all the way to the bottom. People will be able to find it yes. because there will be a lot of people there. <laughs> and there's going to be some really fun events. There's a turkey trot race. There's a tweed bike ride. Wear tweed and ride your bike. There's the roller derby. Women, I believe, are going to be roller skating through it. And, oh, so fun. And so it's just going to you know, be a great celebration because, like I said, people have been wanting to celebrate this for 20, 25 years. Yeah, for sure. And this will be our Thanksgiving show, so this is a perfect time for everyone to to get out and try out the new trail before or after the big meal of the day. So You can skip shopping on Friday and yes. ride the trail. Yes. Uh, isn't it the op- opt-outside day, I believe, yeah. instead yeah. of shopping? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Perfect. And then on November 30th, there is another celebration. Yeah, yeah, November 30th. I wanted to just put together some type of a fundraiser celebration of the trail. So calling it the Humble Bay Trail, the New Trail Dance Party. And that's at the Bayside Grange, but now that's called the Bayside Community Hall. Right. So that's November 30th at 630. There'll be some fun bands. Awesome. Do you know what bands will be yeah, playing? Yeah, the Bells of the Levee. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. It's three women, one with stand-up bass, another with a saxophone. Oh, and, fun. Yeah, they're really great. Great harmonies and stuff. And then a really funky, fun dance band called Claire Bent and Citizen Funk. Great. And, yeah, I was thinking, as I was riding my bike up here today, I was thinking Claire was born here, and a few of the other people in the band were born here. So they're really from here, and, and they've got a great sound, really fun dance band. Yeah, that sounds like the perfect way to celebrate. Hopefully be out there myself. <laughs> yeah, so so have you two been able to try out the trail a little bit since you've been involved? I mean, obviously, Nietzsche, you've probably spent a lot of time out there yourself. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, since, the day of, since May 1st, we've been there at the site, so I have seen the progress of the project. So it's just amazing. And as Susan mentioned earlier, and the scenery view from the trail, looking at the bay, is amazing. And it changes every day, every moment. You see the birds and different types of birds and the vegetation. It's just amazing how it evolves and changes. Every day it looks like a, something new. It's like a big portrait you're looking at. It's amazing view from the trail. Yeah, and another amazing thing is those bridges. Those yes. bridges are beautiful. Uh huh. You know, and just watching those bridges get put in. And I did go out and ride on the trail. Before, well, before one bridge was really in, had to kind of go around that. <laughs> and it's just super fun, as Netcha was just saying, just looking out. I mean, the only kind of frustrating part is, I would say, is that all of a sudden it just ends. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute, I was just on a good roll, you know? Uh-huh. But we just have to be patient and we'll get the rest of it. Do you have any sort of idea when the rest of it? I think it's going to be a couple of years. A couple of years. Is that true? Yeah, like if I'm like optimistic, I was at three to five years, optimistically thinking. And I, you know, right now there's a good momentum and a good support from the committee and people. So I'm very hopeful that we will get the funding within a year or so and we'll be able to do the construction. I would personally would like to see the construction in two years, definitely. And That's kind of what I'm hoping yeah. for. Because my joke is I want to be able to ride this whole thing while I can still ride two wheels. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You rolled in on your bike today. That's great. So how many people do you expect will use this trail? I mean, that's kind of a difficult question, but... Well, there's a lot of interest, and there are, uh, I would say there are already a lot of commuters right now. When we were doing construction, we saw a lot of bike riders using you know, the shoulder on 101. Mm-hmm. So we are Which is scary. It is scary, but, you know, they are... It's not as scary as it used to be, because yeah. now it's more like, you know, 8 okay. feet or 10 feet wider. Yeah. 10 foot colored shoulder. Yeah. So it's not 
definitely not that scary. But no, those people will be on the trail. Yes. So uh, I don't have an exact number how much you know how many people would use it. But uh, we will have a counter, and we will definitely I can give you a number in six months what exactly how many people are using every day walking and on the bicycle. Definitely. And as Netra said earlier, what's great about this Class One trail is. You'll be able to take your kids out on it. I mean, you know, commuters can potentially use the shoulder of 101, and an adult might feel reasonably safe unless a big truck goes by, then it's a little scary. But, you know, you, it's not really access for everyone. It's not access for kids right. or, you know, handicapped people or things like that. And so this trail will be – everyone will be able to use it. So I think it's going to be highly used. Yeah. No, we have done a few groundbreaking ceremony in the last uh, – Two to three years, we had like a fifty to hundred people showing up at the event. But on this one, I just you know we are doing all advertisement through Facebook and Twitter and all. So on Facebook, we had like an interest of around four hundred plus. Wow! Just for the event only, and there are other people who will be using the trail. So yeah. you can imagine. Yeah, and I think people are going to show up, rain or shine. Definitely. We'll hope for a little bit of shine. And to get back to the (laughs) dance party a little bit, I just wanted to mention that it's all ages. There will be beer and alcohol sold, and that will be 21 and over. But it is all ages because I wanted it to be the same as the trail is. Yeah. The trail is accessible to everyone. And I wanted people to be able to bring... Bring their children, and you know, and, and it's early. It's six thirty to ten thirty, mm-hmm. so people can come out and have some fun. Definitely, that'll be super fun. I can't wait to see what it looks like when everyone is out using the trail. I mean, I just imagine there's going to be like a parade of people <laughs> those first few days, at least. It's gonna be great. I think so, particularly on nice days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are already seeing those people on the weekends. If you go on the trail, yeah. people are already using it. We have a nice overlook area at the Gannon, and people are already using that area for picnic. You know, I saw people there at the afternoon time, walking there and having a sandwich right now. And that was a vision that somebody had that, you know, yeah. a long time ago, and it's right. happening right now. So the person who had that vision must be very happy and excited <laughs> yeah. about and it. that's one of the people yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So people are well, using it. I, yeah. I just jumped on board, you mm-hmm. know, like like Netra said, there was, there's been hundreds of people involved in this project. Who are some of those people and groups? We could well, like a we mentioned out. RCAA, <laughs> and if we start mentioning people, we're going to leave people yeah. out yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's, it's almost hard to say. Oh, so, so like many. a whole community, and like whole Humboldt County, every, every, whole California, yeah. Yeah. not only Humboldt County, whole California, we got funding from federal agencies and state agencies. So I would say everybody, everybody's involved and everybody will be involved. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be part of the California Coastal Trail as well, right? Right. That's a very important piece that's missing right now. Yeah, know? it is. And one thing I want to mention on this is besides the beauty of this trail and the accessibility to be able to go between two towns that are kind of sister towns, even if we're like siblings sometimes, it's also really an economic development project. Mm. Because if you think about it, you know, in the summertime, it's maybe 70 degrees here high of 78 right. maybe you know <laughs> and that's hot well, yeah that's a hot day yeah and we can we can host bicycle races you know going through the Hammond Trail down through the Arcata Bottoms out through the Bay Trail down to the waterfront down to South Eureka the Hexury Trail it's just going to be you know there could be bicycle races rides there could be like the marathon yeah. I believe is planning on using it so they'll just be I mean besides the beauty that it'll add to our lives here I think it's going to be an economic driver. Definitely. That is a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. That'll be oh, that'll be so fun to see a race happening along Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Be- How long do you think it takes to get from Arcata to or would take to get to Arcata to Eureka for commuters on bikes? 
probably depends on how good of a commuter you are. <laughs> what is it? Seven, eight miles? Eight miles, yeah. So it's flat, yes. which is one of the lovely things about it. I mean, when we first had our first opening in May, I guess that was, yeah. I mean, I called it the great first date trail because, you know, it's something that people could enjoy. It's not too energetic, but you could ride to another town, you know, have a cup of tea over there or something and ride back. And I just think it's going to be great. So it, how long it'll take will probably just depend on how fast you're pedaling. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's not a race, of course, yeah. but just for people that are might do that every day to get to work. Well, there you know, are a lot make, of people doing from right. Canable to Eureka. Like there's multiple people doing that every morning, either in rain or shine, mm-hmm. they wear jackets and they use it. So I would say like a half an hour, 25 to 30 minutes. Not too bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> Get your yeah, little husband, exercise of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that we should mention about the trail? I mean... Well, just get out and use it. Yeah, Enjoy. Yeah. Take your kids. It's good for strollers. It's good for moms with awesome. strollers. And I also want to point out that while you're on 101 and you're looking at it, at some in some ways you think, oh, it's almost too close to the freeway. But when you're on the trail, it doesn't feel that way. Uh-huh. You feel really safe. That's a good point. So make and sure people get out and enjoy that. Yeah. And you probably feel a lot more in nature than you would imagine, too, being close to the freeway. Yeah. As we were talking yeah. about, your focus is more towards the bay. Yeah. Slowed down. Enjoying all the sights you might not usually see. Yeah. yeah because there's a separation of, I would say, more than 30 feet from the fog line of 101 to the edge of the trail. Some locations it's more, but it's, it's more than 30 feet. And when you're driving, it seems like it's very close because you're going very fast. But when you're on the trail walking slowly, you will see the difference. Yeah, I definitely noticed that when I tried it. I felt totally safe. Okay. Yeah, the, the only one l- last thing I would like to add is now I'm sure this is airing on 19th, so there will be a lot of people visiting for Thanksgiving. So I would say now, you know, just had a big lunch or dinner. Please use the trail and enjoy the trail. Take your guests to the trail and show them the I don't want to use the word jewel, but the best thing we have right now, use it. Yes, definitely. They're for your enjoyment. Yes. And we thank you two and everyone involved so much for this monumental thing that is, is coming our way. And, and yeah, get out and use it. It's perfect time to try out and use it in this holiday season with all your friends and family. So. Right. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And then on November 30th, out to the dance party at yes. the Bayside Community <laughs> Hall, 6.30. That'll be super, super fun. Bring your family, family affair as well. It's family friendly, yes. Do you need to get tickets for that? Or no, just we, just, we just thought we'd um, sell tickets at the door. Okay, perfect. Make it easy. <laughs> well, the tickets are inexpensive. It's a sliding scale. Okay, awesome. And all the funds that are raised at the dance party are going to be split between the Humboldt Trails Council and the Humboldt Area Foundation Bay Trail Fund. And are those two going to keep, like, up with maintenance or, like, any kind of... Well, the Humboldt Trails Council, what I understand is that they work countywide. Mm -hmm. And they help trails. They've worked in some of Eureka's trails. They've worked in the Arcata Forest trails. So they work on trails all over the county. And then the Humboldt Area Foundation's Bay Trail Fund, that's intended to, for multiple purposes, for maybe adding... You know, a a beautiful bench for people to be able to Uh have a lunch looking over some nice things along the trail. Or if we need some matching funds to be able to get a grant to complete the trail, things like that. And that's at the Humboldt Area Foundation, and people can just make donations to it on their own if they like. But I just thought I'd throw this dance party and raise some funds for it. Yeah, that's a great way to raise funds for it. (laughs) Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, before we go, is is there anything else that we should talk about today on the Eco News Report? Anything else the city is up to or future visions that are 20 years in the making? <laughs> well, you know, the city is always working on multiple projects. So we have like a trails, roads. We annually maintain the, maintain the roads. And our big project around in future is our wastewater, wastewater improvement. Mm-hmm. So definitely at some point we'll be here on the Eco News and we'll be talking about that because, you know, it, the water from the treated water from our wastewater plant goes to the bay, so it'll be eco-friendly wastewater treatment. Yeah, we would love to have you on to talk more about that. Sounds good, Natra. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I mean, there's, you know, the community forest is just oh. still there and beautiful. Yes. I was taking a hike up that about a month ago, and it was so beautiful. Somebody was playing this instrument in the forest, and it was just filling the air mm-hmm. with the sounds and then the ma- majesty of the trees. So there's still that beautiful jewel there. Yeah. But, you know, we've, now we've reached down to the bay. <laughs> we are, we live in paradise here, I think. Definitely. <laughs> Cold, but paradise, right? Yeah. yeah paradise with the sweater. <laughs> yeah. that, we had like a record, it was 91 degrees one day. Yes, that is true. Like over Labor Day. We had a 90, uh-huh. 90 degree record in. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. Wow. That hot, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, maybe I think I'd like to close with just ways people – we came up with a few ways people can get involved. But, I mean, I think your example of just being on city council and then being mayor and, and really getting involved with the community. And and this is just a great example of how, how that can really – you know, your actions can, can play a part in community development. And it's just so great to see that happen. I mean, how would – what is your advice to people listening? How would they get involved and – well, there's so many ways like to get involved to move projects forward. That's one thing nice about being involved in a small town is all of our voices matter. And so there's lots of ways. There's committees and, you know, there's lots of nonprofits around here people can get involved with. And the city has different committees and, you know, ways. And, you know, running for city council if you want to do something and – you know, there's just, just so many ways, even just writing letters of support to support projects, because when we go for grants, showing that the community is behind us and, and you know, wanting to fund these type of things is really critically important. So, you know, people could, it just depends on sort of your stage of life, what, it, you know, what your abilities are to get involved, but certainly do, because that's what makes our small town, I think, as wonderful as we're, you know, thinking it is here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. As a human being, you know, it's a... If you put your mind to something, and definitely that happens, and people come along and they help. So I think that's great about small community, definitely. If you one person steps up and everybody wants to help that person because they're friends, family, and all, and it just works out. And that's how the best example is the Bay Trail. Like, you know, it's a community-driven project, definitely, I would say. so. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, I think this is a perfect show for Thanksgiving, and I thank you both for being on today again. And everyone, get out and enjoy the trail. And come to the dance party on November 30th. Yeah, I think that's all we have today. So thank thank thank, you so much. Thank you for having us. (laughs) All right. Well, I will go ahead and wrap up then. Did we fill a half hour? We did. (laughs) Yes. Surprisingly, it goes by fast, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure. (laughs) So I'll just do our little outro here. This has been the Eco News Report. My name is Delia Benz-King, and I have been your host for the past half hour. My guests today were Susan Ornelis, mayor of the city of Arcata, and Nitra Khatri, assistant city engineer for the city of Arcata. And we were talking about the opening of the Humboldt Bay Trail North. 
If you'd like to replay this interview or share it with others, you can go to the public affairs page on the KHSU website at khsu.org. These programs are archived after they air. Previous shows are posted on the North Coast Environmental Center's website at yournec.org. If you have any questions or comments about this program, please call KHSU's listener comment line at 826-6089. The Eco News Report is produced for KHSU located at Humboldt State University in cooperation with the North Coast Environmental Center. Many thanks to Fred McLaughlin for engineering. Join us again for the next Eco News Report.